Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Two Minute Drive podcast. I'm Palace, alongside my co-host, Abraham Trevino. What's up, buddy? How was your Christmas? Hey, what's up? It was great, man. How was yours? Good. I uh, had to work, so long day. It was pretty much occupied with that, and then I uh, got to watch some Saturday night football. I think the Pats uh, got one for me uh, against the Broncos, and right. there's there's stuff to talk about there, including some breaking news this past week. Right. Um, but what would you think overall week 16 in the books? Anything stand out to you? Yeah. Um, Cowboys and the Dolphins game. Mm. That one, uh, man, I, I was really hoping for a win there. A uh, little concern on for the Cowboys. Uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll talk more about that later. Um, the other game, the Ravens and, and the Niners, I think it yeah. was, uh, I think it was, uh, oh man, who was it? Uh, Flora, Mike Flora? Mike Florio. Florio? Floria, you know, talking about like the rant that the 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 49ers were going to smash the Ravens and and I think they even benched Brock, right? Didn't they get like towards the uh, fourth quarter or something like that? Well, they didn't bench him. He he suffered some kind of stinger and they took him out and Shanahan just didn't want to risk anymore because they were already like too far behind. Yeah, so well, he, that's the reason why he got pulled. He threw four picks and then and then here comes freaking Darnold and then he threw a pick and and man I I told you Robert don't don't sleep on on that Ravens defense they're they're yeah, Ra- Ravens defense did step up they were really good um but there has to be context when we talk about that because one of the big issues was uh Trent Williams going down for that offensive line for the Niners and if that happens that the whole line becomes a mess so I've I've stated before with the Niners if any of any of the pieces go out it's not the same team so uh, I'm attributing that to a lot of what happened with the offense um I know Brock Purdy threw four picks yeah I think two or three of those were tipped so I mean yeah we're gonna put it on him because he's the quarterback but also like they weren't like straight up straight interceptions to the other team like there was luck and bouncing and all that stuff so I mean overall it was just wasn't the 49ers night but I can see this matchup happening again in the Super Bowl, so and it'll be different. Yeah, um, one one more game or one more yeah one more matchup that I want to just mention is the Browns and the Texans. Mm-hmm. And I know the Texans didn't did uh, they don't have CJ Stroud or they didn't, uh, but Joe Flacco, you know, I mean he was he was wanting to go to the Jets and be reunited with them, and then he ended up going to the Browns, and and uh, I think there was even a point where he was in the locker room and. He was like, I don't even know how much I'm getting paid, but he's just there playing. And man, he, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's, I think he's doing a lot better than, than when uh, Watson was healthy. For sure. Um, The history of the NFL is too big, but has there ever been something like this that's happened where a quarterback basically, I mean, he was basically on the couch doing nothing for most of the season. Right. And he comes back and, and he's got this team in a position to go into the playoffs. They're 10 and five right now. So. Mm-hmm. If they went out, they're for sure getting in. And I mean, that does is Flacco gonna have like a late career resurgence? Like, will he get a contract somewhere? You almost gotta think, you know, he should. I think he should, but you know, those are the games that that kind of stood out last there's, I mean, there's gonna be teams that are gonna need quarterbacks out there next season. You got Atlanta, you got uh you Carolina. Know, well, nah, I think they're going to they're going to they're going to give it a shot with this rookie. But you mean you look at Tennessee, you look at all these other teams, Washington, you know, they they kind of need that veteran presence where they're not going to like draft as high. So, 
I don't know, even Denver might be an option. You know, who knows? I mean, with what's going on, we can talk about that right now. The the big story this week is that Russell Wilson has been benched for the final two games of the Broncos season. So that pretty much puts to bed that his run there is over and they're going to bite the bullet with his contract. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was hearing a little bit about that and, and, and it, it it's about the money because I yeah. think that they were trying to like kind of get him to waive like his injury clause or something like that. Well, that's or... a, that's a big reason why they benched him was they don't want him to get hurt because I think it's something like he's old, like, I don't know if it's 37 or 39 37. next March, if he can't pass a physical. So they right. want to make sure like that he's healthy. Um. So I'm, I'm guessing he might be like a, a post what June or July cut, right? Is it somewhere, July? somewhere around there. So it looks like they're going to cut, right? Cause this is the first year of that five year extension that they did with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, Robert, about, about Russell Wilson. I mean, when he was in Seattle, I mean, was it, so was it Pete Carroll and, and that, that staff, the coaching staff that, that made Russell the way he, you know, the player that he was, you know, and then going to Denver, I mean, was that just, um, I mean, I, I, it, it's a huge turnaround, huge, yeah. because, I mean, Russell Wilson was clutch, you know, even against that, that what was it, the conference game against the Packers? Yeah. And they came back, and, and he was clutch. I was looking at highlights of that the other day, and, and he was just clutch. And so, I mean, I don't know, Robert. I mean, what what do you – from this whole thing, like the whole situation, I mean, what what is your take on that? I just think he's a little bit out of his prime already. When he was in Seattle, it was kind of like the Patrick Mahomes thing where he was, it was a lot of street ball and a lot of like extended plays and, you know, not stuff by the books. I mean, you talk about that NFC title game that you just mentioned, like a lot of the comeback plays in that game were just a bunch of plays that were extended and lobbying it in the air and seeing, you know, pretty much just like, hey, let's see who can grab it. And in Denver with with Sean Payton, it's going to be a little bit more structured. He's got a he's got a playbook. He's got a play sheet. You know, Pete Carroll's not an offensive guy; he's a defensive guy. So right. that was a bulk of their success. There was the Legion of Boom. But over here with uh, the Broncos, you know, Payton's got his stuff set up, and Russell just could not effectively operate the offense the way he wanted it. So, and you could see the frustration i'm sure everybody's seen like the video online of him just yelling at at russell right. and it's public so and that just goes to show that that he wasn't the guy and like i said it's half like him out of his prime already and just ha- the other half just he's not fitting the system that peyton's trying to run there well you know russell's only russ is only 35 years old man so i don't know i mean but i'm i'm looking back on his seattle days and his receivers were, you know, like um, Curse. Um, uh, I think he had, I mean, he had Lockett as well, um, Baldwin. And then, of course, he had, you know, uh, the Beast Mode, you know, Lynch. Mm-hmm. So he had that. I mean, and then now they have DK and then, you know, they still got Lockett. But over here in Denver, I mean, he has, you know, re- receivers and in, in uh, Judy and, and Sutton. And I mean, there's no running backs. I mean, I think Javon, I think Williams or something like that, he might be, you know, up and coming as well. But I don't know. I just, I think maybe that whole change of scenery, they always say change of scenery is good. And I don't know. This was his change of scenery and he he couldn't do it. Yeah, he didn't. I don't think this, I don't think this was the change of scenery. I don't know. And 
Um, I think they're saying, I mean, they're, they're saying he's going to get a, a contract somewhere else, but. Oh I don't yeah. Think, he'll, he'll, yeah. he'll have a, a market somewhere. Yeah. I just don't think that it's going to be with the Broncos. I mean, but that's crazy, man. Cause remember when, when this whole, this whole shindig was going down, you know, and, and, and when they announced that, that they traded him to Denver and you and I were like, Oh shit. Like, you know, Russell Wilson's going to Denver. This is going to be, you know, you know, they could be the favorites now in the AFC, mm-hmm. you know, where they're in, in their division. And then he gets there, right? And then we're talking, and then we change our whole opinion about him because it's just like, damn, it was a shit-ass show, you know, because that was his first year and he didn't do shit yeah. in, in Denver. And they were bad. I think they were, what, three and something or four and something, you know, four and 11. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I, I, yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks, Robert, because, I mean, he, he's not a bad player. It just... Yeah, it's just, I mean, the right elements have to come together for everything to work. I mean, yes, for every Manning that goes to Denver or Brady goes to Tampa, Stafford to L.A., you know, they're the right pieces for the right structure that they need for those organizations. And they're not all going to be hits. And, you know, you've seen it in the NBA, too. You know, like Jordan with the Wizards didn't work. And I know he was already out of his prime, but. You know, it was still Jordan, but still then he couldn't make it work there. So I guess we can look at it kind of like that. Even though Russell, I mean, I know he has a Super Bowl, but I really don't put him like in the all-time greats list, you know, because even Eli Manning has two Super Bowls. So yeah, I think Russell's a little bit of a better quarterback than him, but still I don't consider him like a, you know, when it's all said and done, like a top 15 QB of all time or anything like that. Right. Um. Another thing I wanted to talk about was the um, <laughs> the destruction that the Chiefs faced on uh, what was it? I think I believe it was Christmas Eve against the Raiders. I mean, my goodness! Uh, the way my dad described it, I didn't get to see the game. I saw highlights, but he was like, "Man, it was like the Super Bowl all over again." Just the way that Raiders defense dominated the Chiefs, and um, I don't know, man. I'm starting to think like. I think they could be one and done in the playoffs. I I know I have them locked in as my Super Bowl pick only because I, for some reason, I have an ugly feeling in my stomach that they'll get willed there by some other force. And by that, I mean like either, you know, questionable calls or whatever they'll, they'll get, you know, things to go in their favor. But I don't know, man, if, if teams, this is like the right year to like where they're wailing and, a team can just come in and knock them out, even if they're not the best, if their defense can just step up. What do you think? Yeah, I, I was, um, so unfortunately I have a uh, direct TV and we don't have Ken's. We don't have Ken or not, not Ken CBS. We don't have uh-huh. CBS because of some like contract dispute. Oh, they're in a but contract I was, dispute. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they blocked out that channel, which pissed mm-hmm. me off, but I saw highlights cause I was watching the Fox game mm-hmm. and they were showing, you know, how they do, the game breaks and i think the the safety's name is love that went and and picks off he picked off um uh, um mahomes and then he's running it back for pick six and he's just staring down mahomes the, the whole time i love it i was oh my gosh and i was like in your face and, and you know what robert oh my gosh they had to freaking show taylor swift and freaking Brittany mahomes 
freaking there like oh my gosh like we're losing or what's going the on the world's and, falling apart yeah and then uh, it, it, this was the game when that fugaz freaking threw his helmet right freaking uh yeah uh, Kelsey. Kelsey. Mm-hmm. yeah and i was and then there was this other uh uh play where they i don't know what happened i think uh he was trying to hand it off they fumble it and freaking mm. one of the defensive guys of uh, Las Vegas just shoves the Chiefs guy out of the way, picks it up. And uh, it this was all happened dominant. within like a minute, right? Because it was like yeah. that fumble hat, or the, yep. it was either the pick happened first and then the fumble, or or vice the, versa. The pick, the, the pick happened first and then it was the fumble within, I think they said like 90 seconds. It yeah. was 90 seconds of that happening back to back. And man, you know, last week when, or the week before when the Raiders played the chargers and the Raiders defense was just annihilating them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, well, because it's a Fugaz, maybe they got, you know, one of them was going to be good. And then I was like, okay, it's a kind of like a one game and done like a, like a one hit wonder. But the, the Raiders defense, Max Crosby, man, if, if you got that guy, like on a team, like a, an actual team that's doing mm-hmm. something that's making noise. I mean, this, this guy, you know, I don't know, but um, I just laugh because the media plays it off like or they've been playing this whole thing off all season. Like, well, as long as you have Patrick Mahomes, you're good. But you're seeing like what he looks like without like top weapons. Yeah. And I think somebody put a tweet out and I kind of like I think I liked it or retweet. I might have just liked it. Where he was like, oh, this is what Patrick Mahomes would have looked like in Chicago. Because, you know, I think Chicago could have oh, drafted him. Right. Yes. So it's like. Patrick Mahomes landed in the right spot with the right coach and he had, you know, Tyreek and Kelsey in his prime. And now as his contract starts to sit in, he doesn't get to have those elite weapons. Obviously they lost Tyreek. He wanted more money, couldn't afford him. Um, Kelsey's, I feel like out of his prime already, he looks always banged up and not the same. So he aged out real quickly. And now and I, I know like there'll be like an okay team in the years to come, but like for Mahomes with that contract that he's got, gonna be tougher and i know everyone was real quick to say like oh Brady, he's gonna win as many super bowls if not more than brady and it's like people just forget how hard it is to sustain that and the, another under you know just thing that gets overlooked about tom brady was him always restructuring his contract so they can keep guys that he wanted and maybe right. get a free agent or two and everybody else just wants the quarterback to get the bag and get paid and it's like that's not the right way to go if you want to build a dynasty. No, definitely not the way to go. But I'm liking it. Yeah, uh, I don't hate it. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I mean, they, they're they definitely out of the running for the number one seed. So they are going on the road at some point. I know though, if they win the division, they'll host one game. But if they win out of there, it's the rest of it's going to be on the road. And they've never been on the road in the playoffs. Love it. All right. Um, I think that's a uh, anything else about week sixteen you want to discuss? No, that's that's pretty much it. All right, let's jump into our power rankings for this week post week sixteen. Do you have your list ready to go? I do. Yes, All sir. Right. I'll I'll let you kick us off. Who's your number five this week? So my number five was the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, baby. Uh, man, uh, Baker, I think I saw something. Uh, I think he was saying, like, he said something uh, where he's like, um, he wants to be in Tampa. Like, that's yeah. where he wants to be be at. And uh, 
man, it'd be great if they sign Evans again. I mean, if they do something there, because I mean, him and Evans are kind of connected, not kind of, but they are connecting. Yeah. It would be great if they added, you know, in the off season, like another weapon on the, on the, uh, on the wide receiver two side. Uh, I don't, Godwin, I don't know what happened to that guy. That guy like fell off, man. And, and maybe trade him and see what happens and see what they can get out of that. But, um, yeah, I got the bucks at number five. My number five is, uh, we talked about him earlier. The Cleveland Browns are just surprising right now. And I, I got laughed at this week on my list, but people just don't understand the way this list works. And also for the most part, most of the uh, my friends on Facebook are Cowboys fans, and like eighty five percent of them like only watch Cowboys games, so they don't watch the rest of the league. Uh, there are other teams that are doing well besides the Cowboys, and the Cleveland Browns is one of those teams. And I know you can laugh them off, but they're ten and five. They got a ferocious defense, and Joe Flacco's playing decent enough that you know. I guess I don't. I hate to say game manager because every quarterback who manages the game is a good quarterback, but he's he's doing the job well enough, and they are going to end up in the playoffs because of it when it could have easily been a lost season with Deshaun Watson going out, even though he wasn't helping them out to begin with. So this is, this is an upgrade for them. So, and they're, they're rocking. I got them number five. Oh yeah. Who's your, who's your number four? My number four is going to be the Buffalo bills. Um, They, they annihilated the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know they barely beat the, the chargers. Yeah. By like it was like by two points, but the only reason they're not on my top five. I mean, yeah, but I I, I had to put them because I think they're rising. So um, we'll yeah. see how it goes. But I got the Bills. Yeah, uh, Colin Coward made a good point about that, and because he got shit for putting the Bills high on his list, and he was just like, "Hey, look, man, they had a big game against the Cowboys. They won. They came back down to earth. Obviously, they're feeling themselves a little bit." but still found a way to win. So that's all that matters in the end is the W, which they did get. But as far as my list, like other teams deserved it on top of that. I might probably would have had the number six, so not that far off. Uh, for me, number four, let's go back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And any way you slice it, they put up another 30-plus points on a Jaguars team that made the playoffs last year. And I know Jer- uh, Trevor Lawrence is kind of like, on the injury list with other stuff, there's multiple things going on with him right now. He had barely gotten cleared off of the concussion protocol. And also I think he had a shoulder injury by the time the end of that game was coming around. So uh, things played into the Tampa Bay's favor, but can't also deny that they're playing really good football right now. Uh, um, if the defense is also stepping up to Devin white back in the lineup, I think he's secured some record with the bucks as far as like sacks or something like that. So he, after having a letdown like a few weeks ago where it looked like he phoned it in or just didn't want to be with the team anymore, he definitely cleaned that up this week. And if they can continue to play like this, I think they can surprise in the playoffs and win a game. So if that ends up being Dallas or the Eagles, I really think, I don't know if I'm ready to say they could beat them, but they can give them a run for their money because it'll be a home game. And they're basically playing with house money and Baker Mayfield has really nothing to prove. So it, it's to me, it's already just an overachievement if they make the playoffs. Um, but either way, like the Bucks are looking good. And, and I, as I stated on Facebook, they're heating up at the right time. So it doesn't matter what your record is. It's how you're playing at the end of the year. And right now they're playing really good football. Right. Yeah, I agree. Who's your number three? My number three 
are the Miami Dolphins. Another team that took out the Cowboys again, second week in a row. Uh, wasn't total utter destruction, but they, they won by two. W's but w. still, but still, yeah. But still, I mean, I, I watched this game, and it's just the Cowboys beating themselves like usual. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was telling um, I was telling a couple of people, a couple of my buddies, that the Cowboys, they're they're that team where they can't, they're not balanced. Like either the the offense is doing really badass and the defense is doing shitty, or it's you know the defense doing badass and the offense is being shitty. So I I think uh, that's what's going on right now. They're just you know off balance. Uh, but yeah, Dolphins. You know, Tyreek was all over the place still, and and Tua well, didn't have that bad of a game. And uh, so I'm going to go Dolphins. Yeah, I have Miami number three as well. Wasn't too impressive of a win, but they got the job done against an above 500 team that's headed to the playoffs. So that's just good momentum for them. Uh, going back to Dallas a little bit, you said the inconsistency. I think it would have helped them a little bit in, in um, and I know I think Tennessee wasn't going to give them up, but if they would have tried to make a run for like a Derrick Henry, it yeah. would have helped you guys tremendously because you guys oh, cannot yeah. run the ball. Yeah. And it becomes the Dak show and we know what happens there. Like we just, we have too much data to show that that's not the winning recipe for you guys. And, you know, your record shows also on the road, like you guys just aren't the same team. So, and from the way it looks, if Philadelphia wins out, even if you guys went out, they're going to end up winning the division. You guys are going to have to go on the road, and that's not a good thing for you. And someone said, I think it was brought up on the herd this week. It's like there's two possible scenarios. So it's like, what would be worse? Um, no, the worst case scenario would be winning your first round playoff game, but then you get knocked down in the second round. And even though it's not a big blowout, but you lose and you just run it back the same thing next year, or you get surprised and thumped by someone like, say, Tampa. And Jerry decides to clean house and bring in a new coach or whatever. I want to talk hypothetical really quickly because I want to ask you, like, just for you being a Cowboys fan, let's throw Super Bowl out the window. You're not winning it this year. What 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 would you prefer? The scenario, first scenario I just said to you or the second? The first one was to – It's to, getting to the to, second to, round. Nah, you get knocked I, out. You get knocked out, but it's close, and then they just – Run, run it back with the same team and coach next year, or you get uh, thumped in the in the wild card and they clean house. Getting thumped in the wild card and cleaning house. Um, I know, I know, some people may not agree with that, but uh, McCarthy is not. You see, the problem is, is that when we had Jason Garrett, we we held on to him, or or Jerry held on to him for for ten years. Mm-hmm. And I think for like I think two of those years I think we made the playoffs I think, and then it was just those eight and eight records. Then he finally was like enough is, is enough. Here we are with year five I think year five or year six with McCarthy, and you know damn has it I, been I that long it, already? Yeah, I I think it's I think it's time. I want to say give it over to Dan Quinn. I mean because you don't want to let that guy go somewhere else because he might come and and freaking pummel your ass you know. Or Palmer R S, but but then but then I, what do you do for the offensive side of the ball? Who do you get for I, coordinator? I say you go get you like uh isn't uh uh who's Frank Reich, isn't he an offensive guy, an offensive coordinator? Well, yeah. I don't think he went to Philadelphia after all. I think uh you better hope Philly doesn't pick him up at some point. Yeah, yeah, I think Sirianni's gonna I think he's doing the the play calling for that and he said 
it's too late in the year to pick anybody up or to bring him on the coaching staff. But I was yeah. thinking maybe Frank Reich, you know, you go and get him to be your offensive guy. Um, but yeah, Robert, to be honest, I, I'd rather get dumped out, you know, get, get bounced out and then clean house. And then also maybe, I don't know, go in and, and get players. I, I think now, I think even be, before the trade deadline, the Cowboys should have gone and, and looked at maybe adding another piece on the defensive side and, and adding like a receiver on the offensive side. I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you're right. Yeah. Derek Henry, that would have been a great piece because I think, I think Tony Pollard, the only reason why he was successful last year was because of Zeke, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll, we got to see what happens. What do you think that, that doofus would pick? He'd probably pick the first one. Like, no, no, let's go to the second round. And then oh, we'll, yeah, it's close that, that, and then we run it back. That's why I said some people would probably disagree with what I said. And he's one of them. He's one of those mm-hmm. people because he'd be like, nah, man, you, 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 you're ridiculous. Go second round. Like, no, man, I'd really get bounced first round and let's, let's start fresh. It's insanity if they think that that's the formula and they just keep running it back and forth. Like, what's insanity doing the same thing over and over? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you see, like some of these teams where they where they get coaches, like Houston, for example, um, wasn't um, oh gosh, man. Okay, so they got rid of that guy, right? Damn, what's his name? The one that traded Hopkins. He was oh, horrible. Oh, uh, Bill O'Brien. Uh, Bill Bill O'Brien, right? So they got rid of him. And then they signed uh, who? Who was it that was there only not even a year, and they let him go? Right? Is that the that's the right? I can't remember. Yeah, I forgot. Was it a? Uh, wasn't it the guy from the Browns? I don't know. I, I could be wrong. It I'm was. Not... Yeah. Um, no, uh, Lovey Smith. Oh, okay, Lovie okay. Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lovey Smith. Yeah, Smith. And then um, a year, like they they had that bad year, and they fired him. And then they get, um, gosh damn, I don't even know who they have now. I remember his name, uh, um, but anyway, he's there. They might win the division, you know. Now, so yeah. I, you got to look at these teams that that get rid of these coaches when it's the right time, like you know, a year or whatever. Like us, the Cowboys, they stick on with these guys for like like decades, you know. And it's just like, yeah. no man, like you want to win now. So yeah, it's just a faster league now, like. If you don't get it done and, and, you know, we saw freaking the Rams do this, you know, like, hey, Jared Goff got this team to a Super Bowl and they're like, nope, that wasn't good enough. Let's go trade right. up for Matthew Stafford. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would, I for for your guys' sake, I would, I would go the second route. And I know we're talking too much. This is, we're still on our power rankings, but I just wanted to ask you that hypothetical. Yeah. Um, so your number are both our number threes were the Dolphins. Uh, right. Let me kick it off with our number two. Uh, mine is going to be the Detroit Lions winning their first uh, NFC North, I believe, division since 2016, I believe, was the last time right. they won it. Yes. Um, so good good uh, pickup for them. They're officially in the playoffs. Um, they have a big test this week, uh, which is my game of the week. Just a little heads up for our audience there. We'll talk about that later. But they are rolling, man. Um, back for like you know the last we can go back to three weeks ago where I wasn't sure about this team. They needed right. to get back on that on that groove because they were kind of stumbling a bit with turnovers and you know all this stuff, and we we're, we're kind of started questioning the legitimacy of them. And but they're kind of back in form a little bit. But this weekend will be a good test for them. But right now I have them really high at number two. We'll see. We'll see if they can. I, I doubt they can get to the number one, but we'll see after this weekend. Right. Um. Just to uh, 
piggyback off of what you, you know, uh, I had the Lions as as uh, my number two as well. Yeah. Um, Minnesota kind of was in there for a little bit, was in that game a little bit, and then Mullins threw that that pick. Uh, yeah. So I mean that that kind of saved the Lions. But yeah, you're you're right. They do have a big test coming up um, this weekend, this Saturday night, and. Um, you know, this is where where we got to see. I mean, yeah, they won the division and they locked it up. But um, if they can, if they can, you know, get the win this weekend, this tells a lot about that team. So um, I like what's they're going still. Around. I think they're still kind of in the running for the number one seed too. So they could. Right. They still have a lot to play for. Oh yeah. So well, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, yeah, I have the lines. Um. All right. I'll let you go first for the number one. My number one. Is the Ravens? They I have them. I have them as well. So just we'll be talking both. At the they same put time. a clinic on the on the 49ers, Robert. They put they, a clinic on them, and they did. And honestly, you know, going into this game, I thought it was going to be like one of them, like battles where it was like defense, you know, like defense against defense, you know, like was the Ravens defense going to be give havoc to Purdy, and then was. Niners defense gonna you know Lamar and it's just I and I told and I told you this Robert Lamar has that arm, mm-hmm. but he can also do it with his legs. Yeah, and and that's what he did. You know he did he did both, and um, but the defense was more uh, effective than than maybe the offense we can say. But yeah, but I, I mean it was that. just it was just man you know breathtaking it was great yeah uh for my side of things now my hope is that they can stay like this and knock out if they have to play kansas city in the playoffs because right now the bar for them is like hey can lamar get to the big game so if they can't do it this year then i've probably lost any faith that lamar and the ravens can ever get it done because this is the perfect year for them to to get to las vegas for the super bowl so um, the only thing that's going to stop them, and again, it's the same thing with the 49ers, is injuries and, you know, just staying healthy. But if they play like this, they can beat anybody, including the Kansas City Chiefs, which will be weird because, I don't know, I just feel like Vegas will, for some reason, let's say that's the AFC title game. You you, you think just based on experience, they're going to give, they're going to favor the Chiefs, right? Right. Yeah, of course. So that'll, that'll be the big test for Lamar. Um they can lock up the number one seed this weekend with a win. We'll talk about that a little later. Um, but yeah, man, uh, all their props. Um, for me, again, again, for me, it's just can the Ravens do this in the postseason? I, I've always known them to be a good team. They were always a big threat to me and the Patriots uh, back in Brady's prime there. So I've always known this team as a someone you know to reckon with. The, the thing is, is just can they can they get over the hill? Because uh, we've seen it do it with Flacco, can they do it with Lamar now? That's that's the big question. But right, uh, and, and just real quickly, like just because the 49ers aren't on here doesn't mean I don't think they're not good. People again just misconception of what they what this list is, and people laugh at me or whatever. It's like, oh, well, it's not everything's based on records. Like you have yeah. to look at you know what's going on with it. Like right now, like you could say the hottest team in the NFC. The Bucks are one of the hottest teams in the NFC right now. I was like, is that is that not arguable? Like, no. am I wrong? No. Okay. So, I mean, we factor all of that in, folks, not just records. You know, Jake may do a top five based on records, but that's that's not how I've done 
my power ranking list. And I've done these for like a few years now on social media and people still don't get it for some reason, except for like, you know, the people that, you know, really pay attention and Abe understands how this works. So, you know, it's all on what's going on during the season and what's going on right now. So yeah, just wanted to clarify that for people that continue to laugh off our rankings. Our rankings. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. Uh, let's move on to um, how we did on our picks for week uh, 16. Yeah. So I went uh, 11 and five. Mm. Robert, you went 11 and five as well. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't... <laughs> Not bad. Uh, Jake went 10 and 6. We didn't have a special guest this week or that week. So uh, for the year, I went 143 and 81. Robert's 134 and 90. Jake's 123 and 98. And then our special guests combined is 51 and 35. 51 and 35. Okay. I think right. I think Jake kind of piggybacked off of us. But anyway. Yeah. Um, we won't forget your picks this week, Jake. Calm down. Uh <laughs> He will be back next week, folks. He's out with a, um, what is it? A a torn orbital, <laughs> cracked orbital bone in the face. <laughs> but he will be back next week. He's been on the IR for most of the latter part of the season. But the, the latter part of the season was, is what matters, folks. That's where the iron survivors are. That's where the, the elite of the elite are. And speaking of elite of elite, uh, my friend, you and I are facing each other in the Super Bowl of fantasy in, in your league. Uh, do we want to talk a little bit about that? Hype, yeah, the, yeah, let's, hype let's, the audience let's, up. It's it's media week, man. Media week. Um, I was I was freaking, you know, I was stressing out. I remember in the group chat, I was like, I lost, I'm out, yeah. I'm done. And and so and there's Robert's a tale. Like, there's a tale of two stories with this. So let's talk about me first because I thought this was a a one week elimination oh, yeah. thing. <laughs> so the week before I was already declaring victory and I'm like, Oh, I'm heading to this. I'm glad I didn't post it on social media. Cause then I would have been, I would have been bad karma on myself. Uh, but until I got with Abe and said, Oh, it's a two week thing. And I was like, what? I was like, I probably, sh- I shit the bet now because of that. But, <laughs> and then on your side of the things, what happened with you? Man, I, I thought I was out. I thought it was, cause I mean, I, my players, took a took a dump on me and 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 I was like man I thought it was you know I was out the guy my buddy he was like yeah man great game sorry that I had to beat you and I was like dude we still got one more week and he was all like oh it's two weeks and I was like yeah it's two weeks um ended up getting the victory my guys came through um just just great this is a Super Bowl five or Super Bowl fantasy five and and now it's Robert and I again um this is kind of like this is kind of like the uh, remember when the when the Pats always go to the Super Bowl is Pats and 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 what um, more like the Giants or or, yeah. or the like the but there the was a Eagles. gap in between that it was never back to back so this is like a this is like a rare thing that happens in the in the NFL or in in our version of the NFL world right so I mean we'll see what happens you know you you and I have some quarterbacks that are banged up um, uh, I think uh, Kyler Murray's he's sick or he has like uh, an illness. So he didn't practice. And I think love's okay. And then I'm hearing that, that Stroud's going to play. So, I mean, you know, and the same thing with your quarterback situation. So, uh, uh, you know, hey, yeah. man, anything can happen. Yeah. I'm still not, well, I don't think I'm maybe for next week, since this is going to be a two week thing now that we know um, I may start Stafford this week and then maybe not the next week because they're going to play the 49ers. So, it's going to be a tough one for 
for Stafford there. And I still have Minshew, and they still have a lot to play for. So uh, I've got an interesting thing to look at as far as my roster goes. But uh, it's been fun here in Vegas uh, for media day. Uh, I'm wearing the colored jerseys, being the home team with the best record in the league all season, or clinched the number one seed. So Abe will be wearing the white jerseys. Um, the point spread came out. I'm a touchdown favorite, t- seven and a half point favorite. So it's basically a touchdown. Uh, um, we'll see. We'll see how the line comes as we as we head towards uh, game day, uh, which will be a two week thing. But I'm looking forward to it. We'll see who comes out on top. I'm sure Jake is screaming. He's not involved, but he'll be in the he'll be on the Nickelodeon broadcast as we. He's he's uh, he's uh, yeah. He's looking forward to Pro Bowl Pro Bowl yeah. weekend Pro Bowl Pro games. Bowl. <laughs> uh yeah I, I think it's gonna be a great great matchup um you know whatever happens happens you know with with you and i um i i just you know it's great being here in the super bowl again year two you know making it to the big game and and whatever outcome happens you know then then it is what it is but um you know may the may the best team win you know the best yeah. quarterback uh, you know, and like I, like I was telling Aaron Andrews yesterday, you know, <laughs> I'm studying, you know, don't, don't sleep on Robert, you know, he, he can hurt you in the pocket and he can also hurt you with the scramble. So, you know, my defense is there in the film room and they're, they're studying tape and, 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 uh, as for me, you know, as well, you know, um, but like I said, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, but, but it's an honor. It's great, you know, to be in the Super Bowl again, representing the, uh, NFC. And, uh, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Coverage begins 1 p.m. Eastern on CBS with, uh, who's, who's the halftime show? Uh. <laughs> In sync. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. That's fantasy, folks. So if you didn't understand any of that jabber, then you don't understand playing in a fantasy league. I suggest you play in one because they're fun. It makes watching the games more fun and interesting. Oh, yeah. Except if it's your like teams, like there was a year where I think where I had, I don't know if it was Bucks or Pats players, and every time they came up, and I was watching those games, I kind of either wanted them to do well or not do so well just based on points. So that's the only thing that sucks about fantasy, especially if you're like a diehard of your team. Oh uh, yeah, you you want you want to pick them, but I'm gonna say something real quick. Like with with fantasy football, it I think it's so much fun, you know, because it, it's also challenging. Um, when you play versus doing like a, a fantasy basketball or a fantasy baseball or even hockey, you know, I I've never done hockey, but the baseball is just too much. They play a lot of games. Basketball is the same, you know, you have all your players, star players getting hurt or whatever. So with football, you know, if, if, if anyone listening to this, if you've never done it, do it, sign up for it next year because it is, it's fun and it's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, like I said, I mean, you want to pick your players and, it kind of sucks because when you do, I mean, you never know what happens. You never know. But yeah. I want to shout out since we're talking about fantasy right now. Um, I got a buddy. His name is uh, Alfonso. Um, he's got a, a fantasy podcast. He's always told me to shout them out on the on the show. Uh, it's called Backseat Fantasy. Uh, I've taken a listen to these guys. They're pretty good. Um, yeah, you can listen to them on Spotify. There's your shout out, Fonzie. Uh, you, you've all, you've asked for one. You've got it. Let's see if you can get a shout out for the Two Minute Drive podcast for Palace and Al, and uh, Abe here, and uh, maybe we can do a crossover episode in season two next season. 
Uh, that'd be great, man. If we could do that, talking about fantasy, dude, I, man, that'd be great. I'd like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll get in contact with him. We'll work out something for, it's already too late in the season, but for sure yeah. next year we'll do oh, something. Yeah. Um, all right, let's wrap up fantasy and let's, let's get into week 17. Oh man, two more weeks of football and then it's playoffs. I can't believe it's, it's already, I feel like this has been a long season. It's been fun. You, most of the time it, like I think it flies by, and I think it's still flying by, but I, I feel like it's been going at a good pace this season. Right. Um, are you ready to talk about the games this week? Let's go in it. All right. We're reco- recording this on a Thursday, so it'll drop Thursday night for you folks. So currently right now the Amazon Prime game is going on, and, but we're going to make our predictions right now. Anyway, we don't have any TVs around us, so we don't know what's going on. Uh, right now it's the 6-9 and nine New York Jets traveling to face the Cleveland Browns at ten and five. Kick us off, Abe. Who do you got? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the Browns only because of of uh, Flacco rolling with the hot hand here. Uh, the Jets defense, like we, we've talked about them all year, all season, mm-hmm. and and they're good. But I mean, um, they get gassed out if they're if they're uh, on the field too much. So I'm going to go with the Browns here, especially at home. The Jets were in position to win last week, no, against the Commanders, and I think they blew they it. Were. It was like a huge lead. Yeah, and they only won by two. Yeah, I think the um, the owners already said that Salah's coming back and the GM's coming back, so they're pretty much secure with their jobs right now, even though like the Jets really don't have anything to play for anymore. Uh, but I think they're probably like done. So, yeah, I got the Browns winning here. I think the def- I don't even know who the quarterback's going to be because I think Wilson's still out with a concussion. It's Simeon. Um, Isn't it Simeon? Simeon. Yeah, that defense is going to carve him up. Again, we don't know what's going on, folks. So um, they, they, we may be getting the opposite right now. But yeah, I got the Browns winning as well. And who does uh, Jake uh, have? Jake, Jake has the Browns. The Browns. All right. Next up, let's move into our Sunday games. New Year's Eve. This is the last episode of. 2023. Oh, 2023. Yeah, but the 2023 season's not over, so we'll be coming back in 2024, uh, uh, all the way up until a little bit after February. So we still got a lot to go on the Two Minute Drive podcast. But this is the last episode of, the, of 2023. Uh, let's start with my team, the 4 and 11 New England Patriots traveling to face the 9 and 6 Buffalo Bills. Let me start. This is, uh, like I said, this is my team. Um, the Pats kind of hurt themselves last week by winning against the Broncos. So they went a little bit down in the draft order. So they may not get a chance at like Caleb Williams or Drake may, depending on what happens. Um, but I think they're going to lose this week because they're playing the more desperate team that pretty much needs to win all of their games going out and they still need help. And the bills, they're going to play a lot better than what they did last week against the chargers. And it's a rivalry game. And don't think the Patriots have enough here to give Buffalo a good fight, even though they beat them earlier in the season. This is just a different Bills team now. I think there's going to be a lot of James Cook, who is surging, and that's going to be enough to beat uh, New England there at home. So I got the Bills. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bills as well. Um, I know I know the Pats won against Denver, which was surprising. Um, but can you say that Zeke is? Uh, Helping him out now, like now he's I mean, nah. maybe, a, maybe a little too late, but but he's he's more of a reliable receiver for Zappy. You, you said a little too late. I just never expected him to arrive. Period. So I mean, yeah, you you hate anybody Cowboys. 
No, I just never thought even even like even when during his prime, I, I don't think I would have wanted him. I just I don't he's just so arrogant. He's his little spoon gimmick. Uh I've just never <laughs> liked anything about him. He's never been in like full shape. Hasn't he always had like a belly or something like that? And it's like, yeah. dude, <laughs> if you're gonna be a running back, I need you in like prime, like chiseled stone, like like a basically like a rock where they're not gonna be able to knock you down. And um yeah, no. Just from the start, I knew this wasn't going to work, and I'm not going to give him props now. Oh gosh, cut bait. Yeah, anyways, I I got the bills. Got the bills, Jake. Jake's got the bills. All right. Next up, we got the seven and eight Atlanta Falcons traveling to face the kind of a little bit feisty Chicago Bears at six and nine. Um, you go off. You go first, Abe. Um, the Falcons need this. They're still in the hunt for playoffs for the wild card. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Um, what's his name? Uh, the quarterback for the bears uh, is Fields. fields. Um, I, I honestly, Robert, I really don't think he's the issue in Chicago. No, no, I don't think so. I just think that they need a better coordinator and, and maybe a, like a weapon, uh, like a receiver. Um, but, Right now, I think this is a lost season for them. So I'm going to go ahead and go with with the Falcons because, like I said, they're they're more of the team that needs this win. I'm going with the Bears based on narratives because I just they're part of the the Falcons are part of the NFC South, and I want the Bucks to wrap it up this weekend because they can win a division if they win if they win uh, Sunday. Um, I think the Bears have been playing feisty. The, the Bears have kind of benefited off that trade from Washington with the the defensive players that they picked up. So right. and I and I think um they'll, they'll be feisty with this Falcons offense. It's not Ritter anymore. It's Taylor Heineke and you know I, I was high on that kid but I don't know is he going to be able to do much against this defense? I mean maybe but I'm going to hey, stick with the home team. Hey Robert, real quick, um if if the the Broncos do cut Russell Wilson, they got Atlanta? Yeah, that that was a spot I was thinking of the especially with I just as a vibe, it looks like it fits. You know, I can see like Russell's wife Sierra pushing for that. You know, because Atlanta, Music City, like I don't know, it just it feels kind of right. But I don't know. Well, he's gonna he's gonna it, cost but, money. But I mean, with with the with with Bijan Robinson and with with Drake London and with yeah. Pitts, I mean, man, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, you got me down right. I got the Bears. Yeah, the Bears. Jake. Jake's got the Bears. He just picked. He doesn't even know who's the quarterbacks. <laughs> he, he still thinks it's uh, Cutler, Jake Cutler. <laughs> he thinks it's uh, freaking Jim McMahon. He probably doesn't even know who Jim McMahon is. He thinks it's like, what was that guy that got him to the Super Bowl? Oh, what was his name? Uh, it was the one against Peyton Manning. What was the quarterback's name? It was just, it was a guy. <laughs> you know, remember the quarterback for the Bears? Uh, with Jake DeLone? No, it wasn't even him. No. It was some other guy. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> Either way, next up we got the five and ten Tennessee Titans traveling to face the Houston Texans at eight and seven. Is CJ Stroud back yet? Or yes, he was. He's cleared. Cleared. Okay, and they are still in the running for division, possibly. Yeah. Um, I don't have much to what? say. If if Stroud is back, I got the Texans winning pretty handily. Yeah, I'm gonna have the Texans too. I don't have much. Uh, I think Will Levis is gonna play. I think he's coming back from an injury, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's he's 
but I mean, still, I got Texans and and they're at home too. Yeah, that's another thing, and they played pretty hard with uh, Case Keenum, so they've kept right. kept them kind of alive, even though they lost last week. But they lost to a team that's also playing for the playoffs. So, uh, who does Jake got in this game? He's got the Texans. Texans. All right, next up we got the seven and eight. Las Vegas Raiders, who looked like just the greatest team last weekend, traveling to face the eight and seven Indianapolis Colts. Um, who do you got? Oh, uh, man, my boy comes back, Pittman Jr. Mm. Um, I, I meant you missed him. Um, man, I, I don't know, Robert. I mean, it, it's hard. No, no. Well, because for the for the past two weeks, the Raiders' defense has just been. And actually, you know what? The Raiders actually. I was looking up. I think if they, if they win out, and I think if the Chiefs drop the last two games, which is possible given the way they're playing, the Raiders will win the division. <laughs> what a With world! The, what a who's, world! Who's who's, uh, who's what's the coach name again uh, for Antonio the Raiders? Pierce. Antonio Pierce. Yeah, the former Giant. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. They're at home. You know, they're going to get Pittman Jr. back, um, and they also just got back. Uh, the, the the running back uh, Taylor, yeah. So you know he he played last week, but now he'll be healthier. So I'm gonna go with the Colts. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Colts as well. I think the Raiders had the biggest win of their you know franchise last week, and they're all running high on that. And I think they'll come back down to earth here. I mean, Steichen will have a game plan ready for this defense, unless you know Max Crosby decides to just ruin everything. But I can see the Colts have. I mean, multiple ways to get to a victory here, and they'll come through. Who does Jake got? The Colts. Man, all, all these picking is our home teams. Jeez. <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, we got the two and three Carolina Panthers traveling to face the eight and seven uh, flailing Jacksonville Jaguars. And we, I think, I read up today that Trevor Lawrence was limited in practice, so. Not yeah. sure that he's going to play. Even then, he's not a hundred percent, as is the case with most players. But right now, he's really banged up. Um, this is not a good spot for the Jaguars, but they're playing a team that's kind of already really out of it. Um, I think if Lawrence plays, even if he's able to be decent, they'll win. If, but if it were any other team, I wouldn't pick the, the Jaguars at all. But based on who they're playing, that's the only reason I'm picking them. I could be wrong. Um, I'm going to go out on the limb here, and I'm going to go with the Panthers. Um, I just think that the, the Jaguars fell off. Um, I think all hope is lost maybe this year. Um, it sucks. Uh, just right now, Joe Flacco threw a 43-yard pass to Joku. Wow. So the, the Browns are up. I just got that little alert. Uh, I'm going to go Panthers here. Um, just out of the limb. I don't have much to say on this one. Okay. Jake? Jake's got the Jaguars. Piece of shit. He should be. <laughs> he should always pick because I mean he ends up. He's probably going to end up unless Trevor Lawrence is out for the season. He's going to win the bet with me for the stats award for best season between Dak and Trevor. Dak is just having an incredible season, so I may end up losing that bet. Yeah, you already lost one already too. Mm. Oh well. The Ravens can't win them all. Not even Brady could win them all. No, don't give, don't you give that <laughs> shit because you're like, oh man, nobody, you, you and Doofus can't do anything. Oh uh, yeah, I already won. I want some bets already. Mm. 
All right, next up, we got the 8-7 and seven Los Angeles Rams, another team that's kind of surging right now, traveling to face the 5-10 and 10 New York Giants. Who do you got, Abe? I'm going to go with the Rams. I don't have much to say. Um, I do like that they that the Giants went from that piece of shit DeVito to uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. He got the ball moving a little bit when uh, it was close, too, with the Eagles. I think it was yeah. what they lost by, like, five or six or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Rams, though, because, like you said, they're rising and they're actually, you know, in the hunt as well. Um, so I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah, Stafford's playing really good ball. I got to give them their credit. Um, I know I'm not really a Sean McVay guy or, you know, I, I do love Cooper Cup a lot. And especially this new rookie, Puka Nakua, who's just I think he's probably going to win rookie of the year if it's not just based on he's been consistent all year. Uh, I would have given it to Stroud, but he's been out a couple of games. So I think this is really Puka's award to lose. Um, yeah, man, they're they're peaking at the right time. And, you know, they are in the playoffs right now currently. They're also another scary team that you don't want to play, especially if they're heating up right now. And I got I know they're going to be on the road here, but um, I, I got them winning as well. Who does Jake got? He's got the Rams. Uh, he doesn't believe in – he probably thinks it's Tommy DeVito still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we got the 3-12 and Arizona Cardinals traveling to face the Philadelphia Eagles at 11-4. and um, I don't have much on this one. I think the Eagles, I think they'll figure it out in this one, and then they'll play the Giants again, and I think it'll be close because it's division, and they'll make it kind of interesting for the final game of the of the season. But I think here they'll play well enough, and, and they'll, they'll I think they'll win handily in this game. So I got the Eagles big. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the with the Eagles as well. Like I said, um Kyler Murray's out with teething practice second day in a row. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Eagles. Uh I think the Cardinals are just nah. I think they're shooting for Marvin Harrison, right? Yeah, I mean I think they're currently they're either second or third on the draft order. Yeah. Who does Jake got? He's got the Eagles. Okay, folks, here's where I'm gonna call out Jake because this is a bunch of bullshit. Because I know he wants the Eagles to lose because for the narrative for his Cowboys. But the reason he's picking them, because he knows they're the better team, and also he knows he needs to get more wins on his docket for the for the standings. So don't believe him when he picks the Eagles, because he thinks they're the better team. It's just, it's for standings reasons, and he wants the Eagles to lose. So he's not slick, nice fucking try, the way he says all the time. No, this is nice try. I see right through you, you're not slick. All right, enough of that rant. Um, next up is my other team, the seven and eight Saints traveling to face my Tampa Bay Buccaneers at eight and seven. Let me go off here. Uh, the first matchup between these two was actually when we were up in Dallas for the Cowboys Patriots game, and right. I was watching that game in the hotel room. That was the one I was glued into, um, and this was the first sign of like, man, the Bucks could be really good because they. they are usually manhandled by the Saints in the regular season. That was even with Brady. Like the Saints just own the Bucks, and the Bucks play tremendous football. And this was in New Orleans. This time they're going to be at home. Um, if the Bucks win, they win the division. So this is, and if they can keep up the way they've been playing the last like two, three weeks offensively, and the defense, if they can disrupt Derek Carr and, and all that, I think it's going to look good. So um, I'm riding on, on this wave right now. I know they're not a great team, but they're they they're they're spicy right now they're heating up i got the bucks 
I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. Um, I don't, you know, the Saints, um, I, I think it's Carr, right? Derek Carr is still, yeah. still the quarterback. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks, uh, especially the, them at home. So I got Bucks. You know, I just want to say for the record, if the Bucks win the division, they should have like their social media person like point out all like the preseason picks from all the journalists, all the media, because they had everyone had the Bucks like in fourth place. They had them like as the worst team this year, and I don't know how they were able to come to that, even with them still having like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and the defense has always been you know pretty you know formidable. Uh, their defensive line is good with Vita Vea. Um, their offensive line with Tristan Wirfs. Like, what in what world were they thinking that they were a fourth place team? Like, I, I don't get. It's just was it just based on Baker? Probably. Shit. Probably. But if they win the if they win the division, they really should do something like that. The Chargers social media team is really good about doing stuff like this. They should really come up with something like that because nobody believed in this team and even the show that i watched the the herd with colin coward like i'm so pissed at them because at both of them coward and jason mcintyre because now they're starting to jump on the little bandwagon of theirs without even admitting that they, they were completely wrong about this team so that's what pisses me off like at least admit you were wrong like at least do that like don't pretend like you didn't like they were like before the season even started Abe, they were both like oh this team's gonna like at the draft deadline, they're going to sell away all their pieces and they're going to tank for Caleb Williams or whatever. Like, they're nothing. They're not going to do anything. And then every little week, like, they just – and still to this day, they don't acknowledge that they were wrong. But they're, they're starting to kind of – they think they're now, like – because they're starting to cover them now a little bit more, that they think that they're ahead of it. It's like, nah, fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> I love I love watching that show. It's my favorite show. But, man, they really whiffed on that. Yeah. Sorry, rant over. Okay, uh, who does Jake got in this matchup? Bucks, Bucks. All right. Next up, we got the eleven and four San Francisco Forty ers traveling to face the Washington Commanders at four and eleven. Let me go off here because let me let me talk about the San Francisco Forty ers a little bit. And all of you, most of you, like that listen to this, you're probably Cowboys fans. Please, please sell your Forty ers stock, all of you. I know y'all are, and Jake's pounding his chest too. With the oh, the 49ers were exposed. No, this was an island game. It was, you know, I mean the Raven. I'm not. I'm going to give the Ravens all their credit, but please sell all your Niners stock at your own risk because this team to me is still the best team in the NFC. This is still the team to beat, unless somebody goes out like for the season. This is the team to beat. They are going to come back strong. They're going to be angry. They're going to be pissed off because I'm sure they're hearing it from everybody how they, they were exposed or whatever. So that's all I'm going to say. Fair warning. Sell your stock at your own risk. San Francisco 49ers big. I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. I think the commanders, uh, uh, I mean, Brissett, they should have started this guy in the very beginning. I think yeah. it may, maybe there'd be some kind of playoff hope there. Um but 49ers are going to come back. They're going to they're going to be mad. They're going to take it out on the Commanders. I'm going to go with the Niners on this okay. one. And who does Jake got? Jaco, he's got the 49ers. And again, I'm going to call him out because he doesn't want the 49ers to win, right? He calls them like Fugazi exposed, but yet he picks them. Like, what is that? Like, you're telling on yourself, bro. Like, you have narratives. You're picking them based on standings only. 
I don't give a shit if he's not here to defend himself. I'm going to call him out. Not my fault that he's not here. We have a show to run. We have the show goes on and my, my opinions and thoughts do not stop if you're not here. So he doesn't believe in the 49ers, but he's picking them. So that is very sus. Okay. Red flag as the kiddos like to say these days. All right. <laughs> all right. Next up, we got the uh, eight and seven Pittsburgh Steelers who won last week. Shit. Like I, I had them losing last week, uh, traveling to face the, Seattle Seahawks at eight and seven. Both teams still vying for playoff position. This is a this is a good one here. Yeah, it is. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll kick us off on this one. Um, I think that the uh, I think that the Seattle Seahawks are going to win with uh, what's going on here. The Seahawks are going to win uh, against the Steelers. I, I don't know, man. I'm 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 kind of is uh, Pickett coming back for the Steelers? Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that guy anyway. Uh, who is the, who is the, who is the one right now though? Who is, who is the backup? It was, uh, uh, it was Mason oh, Rudolph. Rudolph. Rudolph, yeah, not, not a bad player. I mean, he was decent, better than Trubisky. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I forgot who they played last week, but I didn't have them winning, and they ended up smashing the uh, whoever it was that they played. Yeah, it was. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who it was, but to, they surprised. Yeah. I, I was, think it might have been uh, Cincinnati, no? Yeah, it was. There you go, Cincinnati. Yeah, it was Cincinnati. Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks on this one. I feel like they're the better team, and they're also playing at home. Oof. Uh, I'm a little torn here. Um, I do really still like the Steelers' defense, and I think them against whether it's Geno or Drew Locke or whoever. Uh, I know the Seahawks had that magical game against the Eagles, but that was one game. Um, I'm going I'm to pick the Steelers here on the road. For some reason, they're always – at uh, five, above 500 or more. So I think that trend continues. And I think they're playing inspired football because there's all that talk of Tomlin leaving and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I got the Steelers here. But I'm not confident in that pick, but I'm going to pick them. Just uh, just an update right now. The uh, Browns just did a pick six right now. Mm. What's the score? It is now 19-7. to 7. Before the, the oh wow the Jets actually scored a touchdown yeah man okay. God not have the Jets defense playing uh, shit. okay all right uh so you got the Seahawks I got the Steelers who does Jake got he's got the Seahawks he's just picking the home team he doesn't even know who's fucking playing I mean God bless all right next up we got the five and ten Los Angeles Chargers traveling to face the seven and eight. Hey, Denver Broncos. This might be the worst game of the week. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. I don't really have much to say. I'm going to pick the Chargers. Um, I'm going to say there's a spark here. Denver wins, but I don't think it's it's not a it's not a put a game on the TV screen type. Uh, it'll, I'll just have to look up the score. I'll go with the Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, Jake's got Broncos as well. Again, he doesn't know what's going on. He's just picking the home team. He probably thinks yeah, Russell's still playing. He thinks uh, Demarcus Lawrence or Demarcus where is uh, he thinks Peyton Manning's the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up we got the eight and seven Cincinnati Bengals traveling to face the nine and six Kansas City Chiefs. I'm curious let to me, see who you got here, Abe. Let me kick this off. I I think the Bengals defense is is not you know it, it's still good. They're a good defense, and I think the Chiefs their their problems that they that they have going on. It's just going to be a factor again. It's going to play a factor. 
I'm going to go with the Bengals here. Okay. Um, I think it got about as bad as it can get for the Chiefs this season. I mean, other than getting bounced out in the first round of the playoffs, but that's playoffs. But I'm talking regular season. I think they've hit rock bottom as far as like as bad of a loss as they can get. They'll bounce back here. You know, I'm not going to be a total like Homer hater on them. Um, so I'll pick them this week, but I think Cincinnati will give them a good fight because Arrowhead is not scary to play at right now. Yeah, not right now. Jake? He's got the Chiefs. Of course, because as long as you got Mahomes, that's all you need, right, Jake? Unless you're actually watching the games, which I know you're not. It's okay. Uh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm no mercy anymore for me. I'm sorry, man. No mercy for me. All right, next up, it's the Sunday night game on NBC. This is a weird one. They could have maybe put Saints-Bucks could have been in this spot. You could have put Ravens-Dolphins. But they decided to go with the 7-8 and eight Green Bay Packers traveling to face the Minnesota Vikings at 7-8. and eight. Um, Real quickly here on the Vikings, they lost uh, Hodgkinson for the season. Yeah. Tight end, so... Um, I know uh, the other thing is like Nick Mullins is not the guy for for quarterback, and I think that's who is still going to yeah. be the quarterback for the Vikings. Mullins, um, yeah, I got the Packers here. I don't have much to say on it. Uh, for narrative reasons, um, I'm going to go with the Packers as well. Um, What's your narrative? Well, I mean, the, the Vikings missed the playoffs. Oh, right, right, or the wager. They're, 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 they're still in the hunt, so um, I'm going to go with the Packers on this one. Uh, yeah, brain picks Packers, but I hope my heart wants the Vikings to win. Yes, so I can win this wager. <laughs> um, there is no Monday night game this week, so let's go back to our games of the week. Uh, let's start off with my game, which will actually that'll be the game the Monday night crew is is uh with Abe Aikman and Robert Buck on the call Saturday night. The eleven. This is my game of the week, by the way. The eleven and four. Detroit Lions traveling to face the Dallas Cowboys at 10 and 5. The best home record, I believe, in the league the Cowboys have. So this is the ultimate test, I believe, in the season for the Detroit Lions to this point. Um, similar style like of teams where they, they can put up a bunch of numbers. They can they can, you know, smash you. They can uh, but it, the difference is though, this Lions team can win different ways. They can win from behind. They can win with a big lead. They can win close ones. Dallas only knows how to win one way. I have yet to see them come from behind, even though Jake likes to brag about how Dak's like this great come-from-behind quarterback. I just, I've never seen it. Um, So I'm curious to see how this one's going to go. I think the Lions are going to go up big here, but then I think Dallas will make it close. But ultimately, Detroit, I think, will pull it off, and we're going to start to, look at the Lions as a possible number one seed here. So I'm I'm going Lions. Nice. Come on, be real, Abe. I don't want to the, yeah. uh, tell me you, tell me how this game really is gonna go. You 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 said it you said it just now that the Cowboys have the best record when they play at home, right? Right. Um the the past the past two games, man, I feel like should have been a blur. I don't know. Felt like a blur. But being annihilated by the Bills and then losing by two points to the Dolphins, you kind of you kind of think that the Cowboys are going to come back. They're going to be at home. You're going to have the home crowd, and they're going to be hyped. They're going to want to win this game. 
But I'm going to tell you why the Lions are going to win the game because the way they're playing, I'm telling you right now, Robert, you know, Goff, I think, you know, Goff is the better quarterback here than Dak. Um, if we have to go with receiver to receiver matchup, I think St. Brown is the better receiver than than Lamb. Uh-huh. Um, Gibbs, I don't know if you've seen that kid play, Jameer Gibbs. That yeah. running back, dude, I, I'm going to tell you something, and Robert. that's the recipe, no, to beat Dallas is to run on them? Yep. And, and they've got that with Montgomery and Gibbs. So there's no way in hell. I, I feel like this is going to be a repeat. Like a uh, this is going to be Buffalo? a repeat. Of the field. Yep. I think Gibbs and Montgomery are going to run all over that defense. St. Brown is going to have – he's going to be productive. Also, don't forget about Laporta. He's yep. that rookie tight end. Yep. It's too much, Robert, too much. And the Cowboys defense, like I said, it, it it's it's on or off. And I think right now it like what did I I told you they they were gonna lose to the Bills, they were gonna lose to the Dolphins, they're gonna lose to the Lions. I told you this. So right now and, they're what in this stretch, because they beat the Eagles in this stretch. It was Eagles. So they're, they're one and three. Or no, one, they're gonna go one, one and two. And, they're one, one and two. two sorry. They're, one they're and two. gonna go one and three. And I told you. That the other guy, oh no, they're 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 gonna go. What is it, five and zero? Oh, and I was like, shut up, no. So Jake's narrative is, for some reason, if it's this team that they lose to, now it's like panic mode. But he keeps moving the goalposts, so that I, that remains to be seen. You know, he said the Miami lost it in count. He said the Philadelphia lost it in count. He said the Niners lost it in count. So I, I'm I don't know what it is with this guy. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm done talking Cowboys with him. Because you they're just you just can't reason with them. He'll move the goalposts. How come all of a sudden it's Detroit that makes you panic? Like they haven't yeah. even been like consistent all year. So I, I don't get that. So he's just he's bullshitting. He doesn't know what he's saying, and um, he'll find a way to move the goalposts. He'll be like, oh, well, I'm just gonna wait for playoffs. That that's how much you want to bet, a that that's gonna be his answer if the Lions win. None of this panic. He's just gonna be like, oh, I'm just gonna wait for the playoffs. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Very predictable. And, or or he'll say, well, we made the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it, it matters in the playoffs. That's yeah. all. It that, that's, and again, I and I called him on this. Like, you're going to move the goal post. Just watch. So, yeah. Um, And I guess we – who does Jake have for this game, Abe? Cowboys. Uh, he has yet to pick against them all season, right? <laughs> nope. Nope, he has not. My goodness. All right, uh, now let's get to your game of the week, Abe, which surprisingly, this one's going to be at noon on New Year's Eve. I thought this would be would have been a night game. All it's right. the 11-4 and four Miami Dolphins traveling to face the 12-3 and three Baltimore Ravens. This is for the number one seed in the AFC. Um, so, so both of these teams, right, the Dolphins were able to beat, you know, a good, a decent team over 500, right, in the Cowboys. Uh-huh. The, the next matchup for the Ravens was – can they beat the 49ers? Yeah. Both of these teams did that. Um, the Dolphins' defense isn't, you know, great. The Ravens' defense, we talked about this earlier, their defense is really good. But this is now, this is Tua versus Lamar, right? So yeah. um, I, I got to I gotta go, and, and, and they're at home in Baltimore. So that, that stadium's pretty, pretty loud, Robert. Yeah. Um, I, I think... I think that, the, you know, and the Dolphins, I mean, they have Tyreek Hill and all that, but I think the Ravens can shut him down because I didn't hear much about Ayuk, Kittle, or uh, Samuel. And I think CMC was a little bit 
you know, he did something. He got a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, everybody else was kind of like they didn't hear about him. I think this is going to be the same outcome here. I think the Ravens will shut down Hill. He might have some catches here and there, but, you know, with Mostert, you know, kind of gimpy, um, the run game may not be there. So that's going to force Tua to have to make some throws or, or do some moves with his legs. Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens, though. Um, I'm just going to keep it spicy and competitive here. I, I want to see the Dolphins win this game, too, just to kind of keep the AFC a little bit more competitive and kind of, like, go one week this way, one week the other. Um, I I haven't researched Baltimore's secondary yet, but if Tyreek and those guys can get the speed on them and make plays and break away and get some touchdowns out of it, I hope this is a high-scoring game, to be honest. Like, I really have no stakes in this game, so when I'm watching it, I guess I'll have a pick in it, but I really want it to be, like, one of those games of the year where it's just, like, it's 35-35 in the fourth quarter, Who's gonna make like a play? I want it to be that kind of game. I don't want to. I don't want it to be like the Niners uh, Ravens game where it was just a beatdown. It's like, nah, that's, right. that's not fun. I want to. I want a fun, good matchup. I mean, that, that could easily be the Lions Cowboys. Who knows? But I'm thinking it'll be this one that'll be the high scoring game, and I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. All right. Did you real quickly off topic, but it still involves the Dolphins? Did you see that video of Mike McDaniel? Uh, Dan Marino's like a couple of feet away from him. I, I think it was being celebrated for something. And he was like, Hey, Dan Marino, they're going to break all your fucking records. And oh, like, yeah. He was just being a goof, man. <laughs> like, I love this guy. This guy's such a fun coach. He's such good content. Yeah. He's, he's a, yeah. <laughs> he's I, saw a goof, man. I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, uh, Speaking of the Ravens, uh, it, Lamar pretty much locked up the MVP, right? I think so. When we talked about this on the last episode where you said that, you know, Lamar's going to have to win and beat the Niners in order to kind of, you know, stay in that talk or, or yeah. be like the front runner. Yeah. And I know he doesn't have the stats, but as I told Jake, the MVP is not a stats award. It's most valuable player. And you take away Lamar from the Ravens team. they are nothing like they really are nothing. Like he's, he's the, the, the it factor. He's the one you can't really prepare for. And uh, again, I brought up this stat on this show before, but he was 19 and one against the NFC. So they don't know how to prepare for him because they don't play him all the time. So that was another thing that I should have factored in my analysis last week, but I just thought the the Niners were just that good. And I still think they're that good, but Lamar proved otherwise. And that's why he's the MVP. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And who does Jake have for this last pick? The Ravens. Ravens. Okay. Um, that's, uh, all of week 17. We ran through all the games. All right. Um, do you want to run the socials here before we sign off for the evening? Yeah, real quick uh, on the email. It is two minute drive podcast. That is the number two spelled out T W O minute drive podcast at outlook.com. Uh, we're not getting, we need some love there, man. On, on that email, you know, maybe season two, uh, we'll kick it off and hopefully get, uh, more, more people, more people to, uh, email and give us some, some stuff, uh, or what they think or whatever on games. Our, our X account is at UR Roughness Podcast. That's a letter U and then Roughness Pod. And then, of course, Robert runs the Facebook and Jake runs the Instagram accounts. They're the two minute drive podcast. Uh, other than that, that's it, Robert. 
All right, man. Well, this is the last episode of the year. So I just want to wish our entire audience a happy new year. Be safe in whatever your festivities and plans and what you got. Just be safe. And um, coming into the new year, we're going to start off strong. Um, Abe, have a good new year with your family and all that stuff. And then get ready to go next week because it's it's going to be crunch time and playoffs are coming. And we'll see how what kind of trash talking we're going to do after our, our week one of two in our Super Bowl fantasy matchup. So we'll we'll give you an update on how our teams are doing against each other. Yeah. Jayco should be back next week. So definitely uh, uh, happy, happy new year to you and your, your family as well, Robert. Uh, all of us here from the Palace Productions uh, wishing everyone a, a uh, happy new year, being safe with the fireworks and, and drinking if you're going to drink, take an Uber or a Lyft or, or just stay where you're at, man. If you're drinking at home, that's great. Uh, but everyone be safe. Uh, Robert, we got more football for the new year. And then, of course, uh, our matchup uh, uh, with the Super Bowl, exciting. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. So we'll be back next week. Yeah, still, still a lot of episodes to come here for this season. But for right now, this is the end of 2023. Uh, for Abraham Trevino, I'm Palace. We're signing off for this week's episode. Take care and God bless you guys.